just to launch this conversation. This is our playground. They have spontaneous conversations. They don't plan this. I mean, there's actually something sort of spiritual about that. What's he do? He's a human being. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a sexist feminist. We should be friends. And good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Robin Callie Show. I'm Callie Alpert on a frigid New York City night with my kindred spirit, dear friend, Rob Kay. How are you hey, doing, Robbie? What's up, Callie? How's it going, everybody? Thanks for listening, y'all. Welcome to the show. It's cold outside. It's a little chilly. It's like such a cliche never to talk about you know, the weather thing, but it really does start impacting you when yeah. it kicks in. Yeah, it's definitely winter, and we're coming out of winter soon. So, <laughs> looking forward to that. Hopefully, so we're gonna talk. We're gonna have, we have a nice warm topic to warm us up tonight. I don't know if that really works, but I was looking for a segue. <laughs> so here's the deal: the topic is kind of the opposite of warm. It's rather cold <laughs> and chilly and cold. And the topic is the topic of forgiveness which is um, something that's been on my mind a lot lately. And I'm not, I'm still trying to get in touch with why, mm-hmm. you know, as I've been thinking about um, us, uh, us discussing this tonight, I don't know why the, the topic's been floating around in my brain for a, a bunch of weeks now. Mm-hmm. So that's what we decided to start talking about. Um, it's a vast topic. Sometimes it can be a hard one to achieve. I work my best to do that. Do you, th- do you consider yourself a forgiving person? Yeah, you know, I was just like thinking, ask me the same thing. No, uh, yeah, and I was thinking about it on the way over. I do consider myself a forgiving person. You know, I like to give people second, third, fourth chances, you know. And not only that, but just to sort of overlook mistakes. You know, people are human. Yeah. I think What um, about yourself? Do you, you consider yourself a forgiving person? You know what? I, I was thinking about this on the way over here. Um historically, yes. I've always felt like I'm a very forgiving person. Mm. I think I'm a pretty easy sell when it comes to somebody apologizing and really wanting to move on. Yeah. But as I think about what it means for me now in certain relationships or situations I'm in where I'm working, trying to work through it, I realize that it's become maybe a little more difficult for me. Mm. And I'm still processing why. Maybe maybe by the end of the show I'll know why. Is that too much pressure to put on? Us? In a half I'm an looking hour. At you like, do you think you can help me out here? We man? can do that in front of everybody in a half an hour. Come on. It's it's just um, it's you know it's it's an interesting topic on so many levels because number one I you know I aspire to be forgiving mm. um, and I definitely care you know I, I hate to quote Doctor Phil but it's that kind of that that quote that he used to say a lot which is would you rather be right or would you rather be happy and right. I'd always rather be happy and be you know try to come from a um, a high-minded place when I can in my relationships with people that I love. So that's always the intention. Mm. But I think it depends on the situation. It varies a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah, because it's like even when I said that about giving, you know, other chances to people, like that's when someone is really uh, done a lot of serious damage or things like that, you know, yeah. as far as just, you know, having an argument or something like that. Yeah, I'd like to just work through it, forgive and move on, you know. Um I think when we were talking about the topic, though, I think the most of the time it's really about forgiving myself. Mm. Like as much as I may be upset with the other person, usually, you know, it's a two-way street, every relationship, and I have a part in it somewhere, and I'm usually upset with myself. You know, after I get past the hurt or the anger about them, it's taking a look at my part, you know, and then eventually 
yeah, getting to where I can make peace with myself, you know? Yeah, that's interesting. And actually, when I think about, because I've been thinking about this more in recent years during the Jewish High Holy Day um, of Yom Kippur, which is the most solemn day of the Jewish year and the Day of Atonement. Um, when you're to atone for your sins for, um, you know, your sins against God, against other people, and 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 also um, towards yourself. But mm. that one took a while for me to get to. I didn't know that. And right now I'm not looking to take like a religious, um, you know, turn um, in this conversation. Yeah. But it's something that I look at when I think about sort of um, things I've committed against myself yeah. where I've been too difficult, you know, tough on myself, where I've felt shame about something, where I've had a night where I ate too much or drank too much, or it sounds, you know, but just where where things happen where that broke patterns that I felt like were the healthiest for me, Mm. or where I um, had second thoughts about the way I treated someone, that's where I probably beat myself up more. That's different from the forgiveness you're talking about for yourself, though, when it has to do with the dynamic of the other person. Yeah. different kind of forgiving yourself it's interesting there's yeah. a distinction there yeah because there are there's like the relationships with other people and yeah. then the relationship we have with ourselves so yeah i mean there's lots of different ways of looking at this and i think for the most part most of the time i'm focusing on both because i've realized that first of all it's it's in all of our best interests i think to focus on forgiveness rather than resentment yeah and I was telling you today that resentment means to refeel. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't want to keep refeeling that anger or hurt because it causes me pain. Exactly. So it's in my best interest to try and work through whatever anger or hurt there is with someone or myself and to eventually get to peace because that's what I want. You know, I want to be able to let it go and move on. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah, I definitely think that that's important because even just energetically for your health, I mean, forgiveness is really about you and not about the other person yeah. because, you know, as they always say when they're teaching, even as you're a kid, that other person's not thinking about you. They're not yeah. thinking about anything that has to do with how mad you are at them or maybe how mad they are at you, whatever the, you know, whatever the situation was. Yeah. But it's really about what you're harboring in your own body and mind. And ultimately, who does that hurt but ourselves, right? Yeah. So I definitely think that's an important point. Do you have a process, though, when you go through the forgiveness? Because for me, I was thinking that there's there's different types. There's there's times where I've tried where I've kind of, um, you know, you can't skip steps, as they say, mm. in any sort of tough, challenging situations. Yeah. And I have done that where I've tried to spiritualize it away and get to the higher, more evolved place, mm-hmm. not and meaning well, but yeah. then realizing after the fact that I might have done it too quickly and not honored my feelings yeah. and not let myself feel angry enough yeah. or pissed off enough or sad enough. Have you done that? Yeah. Well, you're talking about skipping steps. You yeah. Know, like jump it. Yeah. Okay. You get like um, someone once said to me, you can't go from rage to peace in one move. Yeah. As much as that sounds really nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's way. It sounds way sweet. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I usually do have a process and it usually starts with, you know, I'm a passionate person. And so I get very strong emotions sometimes. And I'm usually. Yeah. I don't know if you know that about me. (laughs) We'll have to talk about this after the show. Mr. Taurus, I've never noticed that about you. Right. So, um, yeah. So it's like, you know, I can get very angry beneath the anger's hurt. But initially it's anger. Yeah. You know, I can't believe they did that. And mm-hmm. what's wrong with them? And I just have to say that usually when I finally get to peace, it's because I've got a new place of forgiveness because I've realized that the person just isn't acting the way I'd like them to. And a lot of times lately, this has been my lesson in the last six months to a year, 
is, and I'm so glad that I've learned this, and I just want to share it with everybody. Please do. That I've realized that um, a lot of times I have to forgive the other person for being different than I am. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or not meeting your expectations. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, but really that we're not the same type of person sometimes, you know, and they may not meet my expectations or how I think they should be. Again, the person isn't acting the way I'd like them to. And I have to forgive them for that because they're allowed to be who they are. Yeah. So that means um, you're tying forgiveness to the idea of coming from a place of compassion. They seem like they're pretty interrelated often. Yeah. Now, let me just exactly. clarify. I was going to say, because now let, I have a few examples yeah. where it's Well, let me just clarify that I don't go right to compassion. <laughs> There's a couple of trips to the gym and then maybe some rage writing, which is like, I've talked about this before. I'll share it again, where I go on the computer and I put on like a 60 font in capital letters and I just fucking type, just type it. It all out to worry about spelling punctuation or anything and a lot of times i'm directing it at the person i'm angry yeah. at that i need to forgive eventually and beneath the anger is sort of sadness or hurt and then once i get there you know sometimes i'm crying about it sometimes i'm just raging about it sometimes i'm just sad about it and then eventually i can get to the point where i'm like oh they just didn't do what i wanted them to do or um yeah we're different people and then i can get to forgiveness and acceptance so that's the and scene. <laughs> exactly. What's your Thank next you. question, Miss Alpert? <laughs> well, I'm. Pro- I told you I need your help with this because I'm. You know, I'm in the middle of it with them. Um, you know, a few people that are very important to me, or at least were. Again, my that's my defense mechanism. They used to be important to me. Um, no, that are very important to me. Where we're in kind of a funky place, but you know. So the example you just cited is the very kind, warm, soft, and fuzzy. Take responsibility. Find the love. Process. Rage. Etc. Yeah. Sounds very, very healthy. Yeah. Then there's the situations where not not feeling victimized at all, but where I clearly feel like there's some flagrant inappropriate behavior, either something really disrespectful or mean or not meeting in the middle. Um, you know, I'm thinking about one friend. I've talked about it before. I don't want to over speak publicly, but I apologize to you so many times. <laughs> I can't believe you've not forgiven me yet. It's like, was... wait, do you want it in writing? <laughs> I, does someone have a piece of paper around here? <laughs> I was, I was actually, um, I, I was actually wait, hoping that I get you to wait, do this. This is publicly. a live show. This mic is on. <laughs> Oh, I didn't. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, because uh, that's all I really came here for tonight is to make sure that I, you know, I heard that publicly and all our <laughs> listeners are bearing witness to it. So thank you. Sure. No, it's actually not you. And you and I are you know, so good with each other that we always know exactly where we stand. I like to maintain that with all of my relationships. Yeah. It doesn't mean we all like to hear it or it's pretty sometimes, but I like to be very direct and I like people to be direct with me. Yeah. So I'm thinking about one friend who's very dear to me, and um, there were some really inappropriate sort of mean things said a few months ago, and when I tried to discuss it or call it out, all I really got was, this is who I am, take it or leave it. And I cut ties. That must have felt great. It was really, really one of my better days. Yeah. No, it's really been, I've been struggling with it. So when someone's not staying in it with you, and it really is um, incumbent on me to to find the love and find the forgiveness just so I can feel free. Right. How do you do that when someone's not playing in the sandbox with you? That, to me, is a whole different thing. Right. It's way more difficult. And I'm still struggling with that because 
you know, is it, can, is it as easy to find forgiveness if you don't have an apology? I don't think so. That's when it's really with you and yourself. And to me, that's a whole different thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, and from an outsider point of view, because I'm not emotionally involved, I feel sorry for the person. Like, oh, really? They came and talk about it? Well, they must be really hurting about something. Or, you know, maybe they just reached their limit on what they can do. But again, I'm not emotionally involved. Um, but if I were you, and when I've gone through that, and when other, other people go through it, I get really angry. And prayer is such an important thing for me to use in all these different examples of getting to forgiveness. You know, I need mm-hmm. some sort of spiritual connection or a power greater than myself to help me get to the point where I can forgive the person or accept who they are. And, you know, sometimes it starts out with, you know, I pray for this motherfucker <laughs> or I pray for this asshole. You know, mm. that's maybe the best prayer I can do. And eventually I get to I just pray for them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that is, um, you know, I'm perfectly capable intellectually of knowing where I believe this whole thing came from and how the splatter effect sort of happened um, and where he is in his life and what I triggered. I get all that. Yeah. But again, is that intellectualizing it away? for me as opposed to really being upset that I'm not being met in the you know in some sort of no man's land where we can have a conversation about it yeah you know it's harder to do so maybe um, when you asked me earlier if I consider myself a forgiving person I would say historically yes but in my current situations that are more timely um, not so quick to be because I'm not I'm still finding my way yeah and I think also I don't think it's a linear sort of line it's, right. it's definitely not that type of experience for me. It's like I bounce around. Sometimes I'm feeling forgiving. Sometimes <clears throat> I don't, especially with a really important relationship like that. You know, I think there are lots of different colors to that. And I think that that's something to really value and respect. It's kind of like grieving. You know, there are days where I'm kind of sad that my grandfather's not around. And then there are days where I think of him and I smile and, you know, I'm all right with it. So I think there are different different sort of feelings and thoughts about this whole thing you know it's definitely not black and white yeah no that's a really good point because there are days where it really takes up a lot of space in my brain and my heart and then other days obviously you're distracted or then there's days where I think oh I'm past this and I'm clear of it and I'm not holding on to it and then I realize the next day that the space is there when I'm you know perseverating at three o'clock in the morning clearly I haven't purged the whole situation from my mind and soul yet right mm. so you're right it is a, it's a and process. that's when I get a call from you at three in the morning <laughs> and I'm like okay hold on you want to talk about this again okay sure that we've never done <laughs> we haven't but, but hey. you know you can call me at 3 in the morning. <laughs> yes. I'm a 3 in the morning kind of friend. Yes, you are, and vice versa, even though I, I don't pick up my phone during the day. Anyway, That's, it's the thought that counts. <laughs> but, in the, but in spirit, you know that I would, and you know that I'm there for you. I do, I do. Um, the other you know, thing I'm thinking of, the other side of this whole coin, is the idea of asking for forgiveness. Yeah. Which, you know, I don't know that I use that word. I think when I um, am... Take, trying to take responsibility for my icky part in something, I apologize, but I don't, this is just semantics, I don't say, may I, you know, I'm asking for forgiveness, <laughs> do we do that? No. I don't know, it just sounds so um, formal and Shakespearean somehow, I don't know. Yeah, I gotta tell you though, you know what I hate? What? I hate when I make an apology and someone says, apology accepted. Uh, I think I just, did. didn't I do that to you recently? No. I hope not. Did you? I don't, I don't know, know, but it's like, I'm, I'm almost like, yeah, you know what? That apology <laughs> I just gave, I just want to take that back, you know? <laughs> 
<laughs> like I don't. It's just a thing I do. It's like everybody does it differently. Like if someone apologizes to me, I'm like, ah, oh, that's all right, or thanks, you know. Right, but I thanks don't say, is good. Apology accepted. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, like they're like on a throne looking down <laughs> exactly. on me, and I'm like this pauper begging for forgiveness. You know, I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> no, and then and then I get back to forgiveness. No, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. I think there are just different ways of doing it. Yeah, I think that. Um, yeah, I think maybe it is. It's just a, it's just semantics. The <laughs> idea of really trying to take responsibility, but I guess all of this really comes down to. I mean, for me, it's just because I'm so sensitive, and anytime I have anything that's not clean with somebody that I care about, yeah, it's energy that takes up a part of my body, and I don't want. It's just not clean. I like to have yeah. nice, clean space with most everything. That's always my goal. Yeah. No matter what I do is to keep the, the energy around it as clear as possible and not have a lot of mucky, murky stuff floating around, right? Yeah. So, um, and you could use plenty of words for that if that sounds a little too airy-fairy. But so that's always my intention. Um, you know, I've got another kind of, I don't want to say situation, but something else that's been on my mind as I knew we were going to be talking about this, which is people that are not close, that I'm not close with, that I don't have active relationships or love with, but I still feel uncomfortable that there was something that happened a few years ago in two situations. I'm thinking these were, um, toward me where the behavior was inappropriate and disrespectful and nasty toward me. Right. And there was never an opportunity to really talk about it. And I might bump into some of these people at some point down the road. Right. And it's still plaguing me because it's not clean. It was never resolved. There was never a period at the end of the sentence. And I guess, again, it goes back to trying to find that resolve on my own. But then if some, you know, these people were to pop back up in your life again, what do you do? Maybe it, you know, it's not as resolved as you think it is, Yeah, you know? Yeah. So, um, again, that's a situation where I don't know, does a relationship that's not as close even warrant this conversation? Well, I think that's the other thing is, you know, we learn to use our energy for different things and conserve it and decide like, is it worth the conversation? Is it not? Can I just accept that we've never been that close and they were kind of acting how they've always acted Although it's not the way I would act, you know, sometimes I just need to accept that. I want to go back, though, because when you're talking about just you said something where it reminded me about detachment, you know, and I'm a really caring person. I just care. I just do. You do. If I'm on the street, I'm walking down the street, someone's in trouble. I care, you know, and to my friends and people close mm-hmm. to me and even people that I'm not that close to. If they called me and they needed my help, I would try and be there for them, you know, so whether it's I'm a sensitive guy or whatever, I think that when I do get into an argument or where it is doesn't feel great between us or there is, you know, something blocking sort of the relationship, you know, I do feel sad about it or whatever. And I I do have a little challenge sometimes detaching and eventually just sort of accepting what's going on, you know. And I think sometimes that depends on your level of care, you know. And also maybe it's also on how conscious people are, you know, sometimes I, Mm -hmm. I really am envious of people that are so unconscious. They don't even care at all. They're like, you know, whatever. I know. I'm like, Oh "Oh, yeah, that that's great. Like how is a life like that? You know, (laughs) I would love, I always joke. I've joked with you about this before. I would love to know what that feels like to either be sort of simple or unconscious. And then I say, no, I don't really wish that for myself. Maybe one day, maybe one day a year. I mean, that's also just a matter of humility. 
Yeah. You know, it's just a matter of knowing um, because that's another part piece of this whole conversation is when you're in that space with somebody and something's not right, either you're, I hate to say the wrongdoer, but maybe more, more responsible for whatever the icky space is, Yeah, you know, do you need it pointed out to you or do you point it out for yourself? And I think that there's a big distinction there and it's nice to have a sense of humility and self-effacement and awareness to know when you've done something that's not so cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, and. Also, I think, you know, if when we have resentments or we're angry or hurt and we don't express it, we hold it in, it affects our mind, body and soul. Yeah. I mean, it's just a fact of life. And so I think the more that people are aware of that and, you know, I'm not talking about hour long conversations, but just to address it, make the adjustment, move on or just to sort of repair the damage or at least get it to where the energy's flown again in a nice way. It's important. You know, it's kind of like. Sometimes I, I say, you know, we're all go either going towards fear or we're all either going towards love. It's like those two things in life. And I'm always trying to get back to going towards love. You know, I did want to talk about, though, how I want to sing Kumbaya for a second. Can we Kumbaya? <laughs> you know, it's funny because I was thinking about the song um, Heart of the Matter, Don Henley. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. For, uh, forgiveness. Right? Yeah. 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 I was singing that uh, on the way over. Uh, yeah. Here so head. was I. Oh, yeah. my God. We should be friends. <laughs> and then I was singing. Um, I'm sorry. So sorry. Which is, is it like a pat- Patsy Cline or uh, it's some oh, I'm embarrassed I can't remember who it is but it's uh, another yeah anyway oh so you have a Beatles tune I'm sorry Octopus Mr. Albert or so yeah I'm so I'm so sorry Re- yeah or um, no it's uncle. that's a Paul McCartney song yeah, yeah forget yeah. anyway so yeah Don Henley Paul McCartney they all said we're gonna it great. be do, we'll be doing the apology medley that's at the right. end of the been show been trying to get down <laughs> to the heart of the matter so um what do you call it? No, but the the biggest person that I've had, the biggest trouble forgiving is myself. Yes. And as I get older, looking back on my life, mistakes I've made and career decisions and relationships I got in and had to get out of and people that I was trying to get away from in my life or I never should have been friends with to begin with. It's like I've really had to do some serious forgiveness with myself and talk about prayer and talk about, you know, trying to get some of the anger out towards myself, you know. The the biggest person that I judge or that any of us judge, I think, is ourself, you Definitely. know. We usually have the biggest problem with ourselves, and the, the biggest challenge that we all have is making peace and forgiving ourselves. Right. And which is probably one of the most essential things to pay attention to in this conversation is the idea of giving ourselves a break finding a way to purge that, you know, that, that tough self judgment that we all subject ourselves to. That's a really big deal. Sometimes I wonder if I'm in touch with that enough. I'm around a good amount of people that really struggle with that consciously beating themselves up. And I often have to have it pointed out to me how tough I am on myself. So I need to get more in touch with that. I think that'll Hmm. be my assignment for this week. Hmm. So it's funny because while you're talking, I was thinking, that Black Eyed Peas song, Where is the Love? Oh, no. <laughs> we just want to sing. That's the really why we have love. a show. Yeah. We really, we're just yeah, want to we, be we're gonna do a topic. Performers. We're going to do a topic of love. Love songs. Oh. We'll do that oh, for like okay. another show. Okay. Um, anyway, so what can we take away from this? Maybe if you're in an argument with somebody and you're having trouble forgiving them, whatever they've done to you, or maybe you're just angry at yourself, Maybe doing a little writing about it, maybe reflecting on how you could have made a different decision and accepting the fact that what's done is done and that you can move on. And maybe you want to say something to them and maybe you don't. Yeah. 
feeling the feelings, giving yourself permission to feel all the feelings well up first, maybe on your own. Yeah. It's that count to 10 thing. Super cliche. We learned it when we were five, but there's a lot of validity to that. Don't hit send. (laughs) Don't hit send. Write it, rage it to, to yourself. Talk to somebody who's unrelated to the situation. But I think, you know, one of the earlier steps is to really get it out of your system. Yeah. Um, because it needs some sort of release and only through that can you really get to the next step, which is finding, you know, the, either the compassion for the other person, the forgiveness for them the forgiveness for yourself yes and the value of talking to other people about it you know we're only as sick as our secrets so don't keep a secret talk to somebody else about it amen brother amen sister with that this is the end of another amazing episode of the robin Kelly show my name is let's let everybody else judge that i think it was amazing i have good self-esteem today i've forgiven (laughs) myself okay good so with that with you with that you can find us on facebook twitter we're kind of all over the place and if you want to find out more about me you can go to robk.com and if you'd like to find out more about me you can go to callialpert.com thank you so much for joining us everybody take care y'all